13.05 to go in the first period. The Riviera into the King zone, pass down the middle, Boston Buck is in the King zone, rolls in, in front, Curry shooting, deflected wide by Lazard. I think he got a piece of it, the center right. You're listening to All the King's Men, the official podcast of the Los Angeles Kings. However, the views and opinions expressed are solely those of the host and other contributors. They do not necessarily represent those of the Los Angeles Kings. Now, here's your host, Jesse Cohen. Welcome back, Kings fans. My name is Jesse Cohen. This is All the Kings Men. It's time for another installment of our 50 Kings series, and this week we've got a conversation with the winning goaltender in the Miracle on Manchester, Mario Lassard. Never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast. You can subscribe on Apple, Android, Stitcher, Spotify Premium, pretty much any way you like to listen to podcasts. Subscription links and recent episodes can be found at lakings.com slash podcast. Now, on with the podcast. Do it, Dave. As the Kings continue to celebrate our 50th anniversary, our 50 Kings series continues at LAKings.com. And our guest this week was drafted by the Kings 154th overall in 1974. Jesse, that was the ninth round. They don't even have nine rounds of the draft anymore. It's none other than Mario Lassard. Mario, how are you, sir? Pretty good. I want to talk about being drafted in the ninth round 154th overall, and when you were drafted, were you thinking, uh, where is Los Angeles, and what am I getting myself into? What, what was your train of thought at the time? Well, at that time, I was WHA also, <laughs> and National League. I got drafted on both uh, league uh, nine rounds, <laughs> by uh, Quebec Nordic, WHA, and LA King. And I decided uh, to go with the LA King because uh, I was looking to the, the goaltender list, and uh, Rogi Vachon was there, okay, but he was get, getting older. <laughs> and his backup was uh, uh, Edward. He was 30-something age. And after that was uh, Rich Sharon, was 30-something age. Steve Rex was about 28 years old. And Rolik and Ball was about 22 and after that, that was me. <laughs> That's the reason I went with the, uh, the with the LA King instead to be, to go for the Quebec Nordic. They had a brother, the Duggies, the uh, yeah, other guys the same age. I played against Zenden Junior. <laughs> That's the reason. You're, I- you're currently uh, fourth place all time in wins and games played for the LA Kings. Uh, do you feel like you made the right decision to play for the Los Angeles Kings? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think I made the right decision, and uh, Rogi Vachon helped me when he, when he signed a big contract with Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Are you and uh, Rogi friends now after after you taking over for him? Well, Rogi, when he used to play for Montreal, I was about uh, I am about 10 years younger, younger than Rogi. Mm-hmm. And Rogi was my star. <laughs> that's, a real, that's the reason I'm very uh, uh, pleased. Uh, Rogi is an all the thing now. Yep. That means I, I choose a right, a right a goaltender good to be for be my star. Uh, my star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, despite uh, Rogi Vachon being in the Hall of Fame, uh, he never had uh, a big win in the playoffs like you did for the LA Kings. What can you tell us about the night of the miracle on Manchester? Well, uh, now you're going to Manchester. Uh, well, uh, that, that was a funny, uh, funny series against uh, uh, Edmonton. The first game, uh, we won the first game at, uh, 
uh, 10-2-8, something like that. Second game, we lost in 3-2 in overtime in uh, uh, Edmonton. And the next game, we lost, I think, uh, 4-1. And after that, after two periods, it was 5 nothing. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we have nothing to lose, only one period left. And uh, first thing we knew, uh, I made a couple of big saves on the breakaway, and after that, we stopped, we stopped to score uh, one goal, two goals, three goals. And I was looking through the time, uh, and I saw, geez, uh, 10 more minutes, uh, one more, one more. <laughs> and then uh, we came up with a like, 5 5 tied. And uh, you know the, the story in overtime. Uh, I almost made a mistake, and Messi uh, missed open net. We went back to the other end, and win the face off, and that all everyone shot the top corner. Great shot. <laughs> Great shot. <laughs> what went through your mind when Messier had the puck on a stick and an open net to shoot at? Well, the thing what happened, you know, they, they threw like a, a ball ball, you know, the puck, and I came out because I didn't want to, like, to get a bad bounce on me. And the first thing I knew... <laughs> I had a bad bounce. I hit my dad and <laughs> went way to this uh, Messi stick. I, th- I thought Messi was surprised. <laughs> he got the puck and he shot uh, over the net, something like that. <laughs> uh, you also played in the All-Star game for Los Angeles. Uh, which would you say was a bigger moment for you personally, the, the Miracle on Manchester or the All-Star game? Well, I, I have about uh, four big moments with LA. My first... My first big moment was one of my first game I played in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I got a shot up against Buffalo, six nothing, uh, four nothing. Mark anyway. And and uh, after that, the, the second was uh, the miracle in Manchester. And the night after that, we beat Edmonton in Edmonton to to go to farther in the in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you know that that's that's for my, that's about the, the bit. All the big thing I had on my mind. Your masks. Uh, you usually played with a with a blank mask, but there's a, there's photos of you in a yellow and gold painted mask, and it's one of my favorite goalie masks of all time. Did you have a hand in creating that image, or was that created for you by uh, by an artist? Well, uh, I, the, the guy that did that when I when I was in LA, I, I gave that to John, uh, the trainer John Hong. He's the one who find a guy, found found a guy, and uh, he painted. I don't know where he painted, but uh, after <laughs> after I left, uh, they sent me down in Bur- Birmingham. Uh, uh, I painted over in white. <laughs> <laughs> you preferred uh, you preferred the all white. Well, I prefer the all white, but uh, the crown was really, really nice. But the thing, you know, uh, I was not the all I was in the in a central ring with uh, Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the color was not really nice with the sweater I wear in in uh, Alabama. Gotcha. <laughs> and the next year I went back in LA, and my uh, good friend George put me on the waiver. <laughs> That's a long story. <laughs> what did you, What did you think of Los Angeles? What were your thoughts when you got here? When you originally got drafted, decided to, to come to Los Angeles instead of Quebec? What What were your thoughts of LA? Had you ever been here before? And what so did you I, think of playing at at the forum? Well, uh, I, I never went to LA before. Before, uh, well, when I got drafted, uh, my first time I went in LA was about uh, four years after I got drafted. Because uh, the two, two, three first year, I never went to LA with the big team for uh, uh, 
training camp. I went to the, the farm team. Like, the first year was our in Springfield Mass. Springfield agent. Now, I, I went over there, and after that, uh, to, uh, I finished the season then, uh, in Saginaw, my first year. I played three year, two years and a half in Saginaw. And after that, I played one year in uh, Springfield Mass. That's uh, In Springfield Mass, that's my, that was the first time I went to L.A. for uh, training camp. And you had 30 wins. You posted 30 wins with the Springfield Indians. That's an impressive uh, uh, season for anybody. What was it like in Springfield for you? Well, uh, I, well, I play most uh, all the game, but the more you play, more chance you got to you got chance to, to win. <laughs> and uh, the thing was, you know, uh, Bob Burry was there, was there in uh, in uh, Springfield, and uh, and and after that, uh, he was a player coach, and uh, he finished the year with uh, only coaching. And after that, the next year, I went. I went to uh, L.A. because uh, Rogi signed a big contract with uh, Detroit. I went to L.A. and uh, Barbary was the coach, head coach for the Los Angeles King. And um, that gave me a good hand because uh, yeah, I thought he, he, really, he liked me like a goalie. I knew he was a good friend with uh, Rogi and uh, he really liked Rogi Lachon. But uh, maybe because of my style, looked like Rogi. Maybe he thought it was Rogi Jr. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> well, you had you had four shutouts as a rookie in 1978-79. That was tied for second best in the league. What do you remember about that, and what made you so good that season? Well, I don't know if I was so good at that that season. Is that when I when I began the began the year the. Well, the first game I played, I, I was not supposed to be there. I was supposed to be uh, sent down in the minors. And uh, during 2010, I asked uh, George McGuire, to, uh, before you send me down in the minors, I'd like to play at least one more, one game in National League. I'd like to, to have the feeling what the National League, not in 2010, I mean during the season. And he said, okay. And Bob Burry was there. And the day, the uh, two days before... The game against Buffalo, uh, they called me in his, uh, his office, and Budbury was there, and he said, "Okay, what's there are your tickets, your plane, you you leaving, you going to? Uh, I think that I thought that what uh, that he was new event, the fun the fun thing." And I look at him and said, "Hey, you told me you told me that I asked you if uh, you will play me at least one game before they send me down." And Jeff, uh, not Jeff, but Bobbery said to him, Jeff, that's true, I was there when you, when you said yes. Well, he looked at me in my face, okay, you start the next game. And the next game, <laughs> that was uh, a shallow against Buffalo. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's the game they get, get me in LA with the 18 saves and three posts. <laughs> 18 saves and three posts? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds gonna, like a good night. Uh, that, the end, goal, the end goal was perfect. That only state he has to hit is the post. Right. Exactly right. Uh, Mario, I'm curious. At, at what age did you decide you wanted to be a goaltender? Well, uh, I was really, uh, when I was a kid, uh, we played like in, uh, outside. We didn't have any uh, arena in my small village. It's like Rougie Vachon in Pamela. But uh, me, that was in East Rotten. And... Uh, 
vi, vi bliver tæt, og jeg husker, at det skete, you know, jeg var fældet down all the time, og and, and my big brother, he said, hey, go in the net, you'll be all right over there. I went in the net, and I stayed there. <laughs> You played for the uh, for the Sherbert Casters of the QMJHL. Um, at what age did you think you had a legitimate chance of being drafted into the National Hockey League? Well, uh, they drafted me uh, when I was 19 years old, but at 14 years old, I was playing in, in a uh, junior. <laughs> yeah. When I was what, 14 years old, I was playing in junior. That's impressive. What What, what was it like as a 14-year-old? Well, uh, the thing was, you know, <laughs> I wasn't really a kid. I, right. I, uh, the other goalie with me was Michel Dumas. He played for uh, Chicago Blackheart. You remember him? I don't remember him. Time. Well, he played at the same time with uh, Tony Esposito. He, he was uh, the backup, Tony Esposito. Gotcha. Yeah. His, uh, his career, because he, he received a puck in, uh, in the eye. That's the reason his ca- uh, career is over. Because of that, he was uh, after that. He worked for the Blackhawks, Chicago Blackhawks. Were you the type of, of player or goalie who got nervous before games? I, I read stories and often uh, hear from people that there are goalies who you know don't want to talk to people before the games or are kind of isolated. They stay off in the corner by themselves. What was your? Yeah. What were you like <laughs> before the game? I used to do the ball. Same, uh, same old uh, shit all the time, you know. <laughs> Superstitious, you know. I was, I did that the last game. Okay, we won. Okay, I play good. Okay, okay. Tonight I will do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep the change on my on my side. <laughs> would you talk to other people, or did you want to stay away from people? Well, uh, if the people ask me question, I answer. But if nobody <laughs> talked to me, I just. Stay in my corner and prepare myself for the game. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Goalies are so superstitious. Yeah, they are. They're the most superstitious, I think, of, of all hockey players. Did you have any kind of superstitions? Like, would you, some guys dress from left to right, or some guys like to put an article of, of equipment on first? Did you have any of those superstitions? Well, uh, in the dressing room, I used to put my, my ball and my glove, one glove over the other one, and I put my mask over the, my glove, and I put my stick on my mask. <laughs> Nobody touch it. Leave it there. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and I was uh, doing like a, uh, I was sitting and I was doing like a running chair. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> I, I was probably myself to get warm, you know. <laughs> right, right. Mario, you were born in East Broughton, Quebec, and uh, they went ahead and named an arena after you. Uh, how involved were you with that? And, and can you talk about how meaningful it was to have that named after you? Well, uh, I was very surprised because uh, when uh, they had that arena, over there, they built the, the arena over there, and uh, I never thought I would be uh, I put my name on it. And uh, the thing was, in, uh, we had a confrontation between the mayor and me, and the people vote for me. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's great. Big deal. <laughs> Pretty popular, Mario. Yeah. Did you ever think about running for mayor? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no way. I'll leave, the, I'll leave the job to the mayor to some some other other guys. <laughs> uh, you, you played in uh, in Saginaw, in Sherbrooke, in Fort Worth, Texas, in Springfield, in Birmingham, uh, in New Haven. What did you make of the fans in Southern California as compared to some of those other markets? Well, 
I think, uh, well, the fans, I was lucky. Uh, most of the place I, I play for, like I went well, forward, I was not there to, uh, I did play that much game over there because uh, they, they have something, uh, some arrangement with the New York Islanders. Uh, uh, they, they played the New York Islanders goalie before LA, the goalie from L.A. That's the reason the third year I went back to uh, Saginaw Gear uh, one week before Christmas because I was uh, the third goalie from L.A. If somebody got hurt, uh, I was not pl- playing in South Walling, and they played uh, Don Cut and Billy Hughes. They were both uh, owned by uh, New York Islanders. You know, I, did, I played, I think, uh, one or two games for like that in uh, South Walling. But uh, the, besides that, the way, like in Saginaw, Saginaw and uh, Birmingham, well, in Birmingham, <laughs> to tell you the truth, when I got there, uh, they were not supposed to make the, the playoff. And I got hurt. I got, I took my confidence uh, back and all that, and uh, I bought a thing to, uh, in the final. And we lost in the final uh, again when uh, <laughs> Kenny Rudy played in Cincinnati. <laughs> really? In the against final. Ke- against Kelly Rudy? Yeah, he was uh, the goalie over there in the, in the final for that thing. That, that was a New York Islanders farm thing after hmm. that, in South Orleans. And well, what were the fans like in Birmingham? Well, the Birmingham, the, I tell you the truth, was not that, that many fans. Uh, there, there was uh, about uh, a thousand. Uh, thousand was a good crowd, but there was uh, most of the time seven, eight hundred people. <laughs> That's the reason that when I was there during the playoff, <laughs> the, the reason the, in the playoff, the semifinal, we, la- we played a game. Uh, all the, the, that was the, the best of seven. We played uh, all four games in Colorado <laughs> because was not that many people. Uh, our game in Colorado <laughs> was a sellout. <laughs> we played we play over there. <laughs> the, and the year after that, the, George, they have no choice. They brought me back in L.A. and uh, and I began the, the season. Uh, well, uh, like a uh, backup, but uh, but I didn't play that much, and he, and they decided to put me on the waiver. Mario, you played with and against some of the greatest players in NHL history. In your estimation, who's the greatest forward uh, that you played against? Well, it's it's hard. Uh, it's hard to say like uh, Gretzky, Gordie Howe, uh, how those those names. They to me they are all super super players like Marcel Dion and like Guy Lafleur. Uh, Mario Lemieux never played against him. I saw him play a lot on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's hard to say like uh, Wayne Gretzky is better than Gordie Howe. Gordie Howe is better than Gretzky. To me. Uh, uh, they are all the all the big stars for me. <laughs> Fair enough. What about what about Bobby Hull? Where does he fit in there? Bobby Hull, Bobby Hull, Stan Mikita, all those guys. Dennis Hull, uh, oh Jesus. Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr. That's another one. Like Bobby Orr, Paul Carfrey. Just, just like today, I was uh, looking from Facebook and I saw. Uh, uh, something on Bobby Orr in 1970, anyway, in Boston. <laughs> I almost cried when I saw that. That, that was beautiful. <laughs> you were just... You know, it, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. It, it's hard to say that this that guy is better. That, 
And the other guy, like uh, Raymond Brook in Boston, he did a lot of good things too, you know, and uh, it's, it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not, you know, uh, they, did, they did play against the same player. You know, it's hard to say that now that the other guy is better than the other one. Is, uh, I, I thought all, the, all those stars, they are stars. They deserve to be at the Hall of Fame, all that. Yeah, it's definitely hard to compare. When you uh, you were recently you recently caught up with the Kings on the uh, television broadcast not long ago, and uh, they did a quick interview with you. I'm glad to hear your voice is better because I know you had laryngitis at the time. What was it like to see the Kings uh, in action close up? Have you been following the team in recent years? What was that like for you? Well, the last uh, last four years, uh, we, uh, I went to uh, only one game in Montreal. I went to see the Kings the last four years when they played in Montreal. And the last two times, the, the, they beat uh, L, uh, L.A. beat Montreal six nothing and four nothing. And my and my kid, <laughs> my boy, was very happy to wear my sweater, <laughs> the King sweater, four nothing or six I nothing bet. win. Yeah, I <laughs> bet. The people, he was very happy. <laughs> you need to go to more Kings games in Montreal when they play Montreal. That's what I'm guessing here. <laughs> you need to see them more often. He's the one who made uh, all those arrangements with the King. And uh, <laughs> like the... In the, the king that uh, this year they sent him uh, three sweater. <laughs> um, he was so happy about that, you know. And uh, thanks to the king for that, <laughs> Mike. My Mike buddy is very happy about that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, did, did you? What were your thoughts on the Stanley Cup championships in 2012 and 2014? Did you were you following the team at the time and and to see them finally win a cup? What was that like for you? I was very happy because of the you know the I really. I still a LA King, you know. <laughs> I play for them. I never play for the other team in National League. Only, t- only t- uh, I was with them for ten years. I played four years in the minor and six years in LA. Donc uh, for ten years, in uh, my mind, uh, the King, the was reserved. We, we we tried to uh, to go to the Stanley Cup, but we, we did. But some some other people did for us, and that's good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He led all NHL goalies with 35 wins in 1980-1981. Mario Lassard, once a king, always a king. Thank you for doing this, Mario. We appreciate your time. Okay, thank you very much. For half a century, the Los Angeles Kings have been bringing excitement, passion, and Stanley Cup glory to Southern California, delighting our deeply loyal fan base by being a leader in incredible events and employing the greatest players in NHL history. The legacy continues as we celebrate our 50th anniversary, striving for innovation in a constant pursuit of excellence with a first-class commitment to our fans and partners and with an unmatched pledge to improving our community. We are all Kings. The Oilers are coming up the ice. Mario Lassard has broken his stick. Mario Lassard has broken his stick. He's standing in front of the net with about... Eight inches of his shaft in his hand. That's Mario Lassard. I have his rookie card. He let me have an autograph. He shook my hand. He was really nice. That's Mario Lassard. My dad said he played hard. Only thing my mom would say was ooh la la. Miracle on ice. He's standing in front of the net with about eight inches of his shaft in his hand. He's standing in front of the net with about eight inches of his shaft in his hand. He's standing in front of the net with about eight inches of his shaft in his hand. That's Mario's side. I have his 